0: People paying money to see me in a twenty by twenty ring. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another brand new edition of the 20 by 20 ring crew. I am your co-host Joe and I'm always here with my brother Matt. Matt, what is going on?
1: Too much is going on. <laughs> Too much.
0: Uh we're back. Episode 84 is here and uh we're seeing the big dog on the big screen here at 20 by 20 headquarters. As always, we have rustling on in the background. We're currently watching the 2019 edition of WWE's Hell in a Cell,
1: the now infamous.
0: The now infamous. More, yes. it should be more aptly named Heck in Cell, because let's face it, quite <laughs> honestly, it wasn't completely hell, although it no. should have been, um, at least in the ring.
1: More of like hell in the audience. Hell in the audience, <laughs> exactly. Hell in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> there's a there's a lot to talk about. There's a, there's, a, there's a ton of talk about. Uh, so let's just let's dive right in. Let's get let's get let's get into it. Let's uh, we have you know we have things to talk about as far as the Monday night the, me, the Wednesday night wars. We have things to talk about as far as Friday night SmackDown the Hell in a Cell pay per view. There's a lot to do. Um, I told you after the October fourth edition of SmackDown that be prepared for a rant coming. And, I, and and that's coming so let's start with something a little more positive oh right? sure yeah the power of positivity if you will <laughs> wednesday night october 2nd we finally saw the debut of AEW dynamite they went head-to-head with wwe's nxt they went live side by side i know joe didn't watch it side by side i did uh, I, I did watch it live <clears throat> and uh I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you my my very quick, re- you know, how I see it. Sure. The wrestling. The wrestling, and I and I'm going to explain why I'm going to say this. As expected, goes to NXT. As sure. far as the wrestling goes. Okay. Um, the the reason why that is, I'll explain it now. Actually, the, uh, the NXT did the exact same thing that they did the previous two weeks. They went pay per view mode. Uh. So by saying that, who do I feel wins week one as a whole? Keep in mind, I'm 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 basing this off as a weekly TV show. AEW hands down. Okay. Um, and the results, I'm not the only one that feels that way. They destroyed. Yeah. NXT week one. Uh, AEW actually only finished second to baseball playoff baseball. By the way. Yeah. So very successful debut for AEW. Um, NXT was good. It was a really good show. But again, it, it was the same situation. It's uh, it's very much showcasing great wrestling, which is what you want to see, but there wasn't a whole lot of, of, of storyline purposes, angles no. going on. It was just match, okay, next, match, okay, next, match, okay, next. It looks good. It looks great. And I've been, I've been, I've been talking to people all the time that AEW is not going to be able to compete with that kind of NXT. What what NXT is doing, and the thing is, like we said two weeks ago, NXT is not going to be able to compete with what they're doing right now. <laughs> it is just too much happening. You can't go this route on a weekly basis. No, but, and that's that's what they did. Um, they. They went the interesting route, but it, it makes sense in hindsight. Now they went Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole, Adam Cole right away. That makes sense. I mean, you, you want you want you want people right away not watch AEW. You put arguably your best match on first for that for for that reason, or your most hyped match, I should say, um, as Cody Cody Rhodes fought Sammy Guevara in the opening bout of of AEW Dynamite. Ironically, those matches, if you had them side by side. Those matches ended at the exact same time. Wow, that was really weird how the hell was booked that way, but it was, it was <laughs> right at the exact same time. <clears throat> uh, but you know, after that, NXT went straight into the next match, or AEW went into promos. Sure, because again, this is a weekly TV show. They're there. They're they are there to sell you their pay per view. Where well, NXT should be doing that, but they're not. And keep in mind, they have a pay-per-view coming up not, not too far from now, uh, just a, a a couple of weeks after AEW's pay-per-view, uh, which is NAC Takeover Chicago, happening at the All-State Arena on Rosemont. Um, so they really needed to get the ball rolling, and they kind of have been dropping the ball with that the past three weeks by doing pay-per-view, pay-per-view, pay-per-view. I mean, now it's – I mean, you got a War Games pay-per-view. Actually, it's not Takeover Chicago. I'm sorry. It's Takeover War Games. Okay. So it's still called that. So you might want to get started. Yeah, with that, get yeah, the ball rolling. Because I, I don't, I don't see it, like there is no direction with where they're going to go for the future after these NXT past three weeks of NXT. I
0: will say, I will say this about their approach. I think part of the reason they haven't started advertising for Takeover War Games. I think it might be that they're counting on um it being just a great spot to have a show sure and uh i you know i I think i think they don't really have to worry too too much about selling tickets because everybody's excited for it so um is it smart business no i i agree with you i think they should start advertising you know Involving it in the show somehow, yeah, even if it's just a mention like, hey, we're you know, it's gonna be war games in a couple months or whatever. But, um, interesting, interesting to say the least at uh, both both AEW and NXT's approaches for, for being head to head, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't watch head to head. Uh, my daughter and I were all about watching AEW and you know, I told her, I'm like, we can always catch NXT on the network or Hulu <clears throat> and uh, we did <laughs> but much to my chagrin I here I thought the entire time I'm like, wait a minute, NXT's two hours so we we hop on Hulu uh, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Hulu to find out how you can get a Hulu subscription at a discount um, we hopped on Hulu and NXT was on there, but it was only an hour. Right. And so I start watching it, you know, and I, I had texted you and Mr. Wrestling Six, like, where the hell is the other hour? And you're like, It's definitely a two hour show, I don't know what you're watching and <laughs> Um Yeah, they had like condensed the, the the entire show into an hour and it it went off seamlessly. You couldn't tell that there was there was anything else in that show um so i was baffled for for another you know day and a half or whatever till i sat down and watched it on the network right where where you got to see it in its entirety but uh i don't know i don't know what was up with that but um it was finally nice to see nxt in its entirety Mm -hmm. i agree with you complete pay-per-view mode i also agree with you uh you can't keep that pace Either somebody, either people are going to get burnt out physically, mentally. Um, they're going to run out of ideas. Yeah, it's uh, you can't go at that breakneck speed. And what's more ironic about it is after after that after both shows, WWE released an official statement.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Men- glad you brought that yeah, up.
0: Yeah, and mentioned. And kind of, like, reminded everybody, like, hey, you know, kudos to them. They had a great night. And, you know, we appreciate the, uh, you know, the, the the rivalry or whatever. But mm-hmm. this is a marathon, not a sprint. That's pretty fucking ironic to me because you guys are sprinting. Like, you haven't stopped sprinting yeah. s- since you started this whole thing. So, <clears throat> and and now, keep in mind, they're three weeks into this. Yeah. Whereas AEW is only one week into it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because if you go if you go to match two, for both both companies, uh-huh. match two for NXT's Io Shirai versus Mia Yim, another good match yeah. that goes on, the entire time that's going on, one match happens for A W, it's a less than three minute match, it's uh, M J F versus Brandon Cutler, right. basically M J F or excuse me Brandon Cutler jobs for, for M J F, sure, but uh, by the way he needs a lot of work by the way. Um, Who's that? MJF or uh, Cutler? Cutler. But uh you know, they did two things. It was it was a successful job. It wasn't a squash. It was a squash without being a squash. Sure. It wasn't you know Braun Strowman fighting some local guy nobody knows <laughs> you know and, and, and just doing Disman, the same yeah, yeah, yeah doing the same thing for, for thirty him. seconds and that's yeah. it. It wasn't a long match, you know, but Brandon Cutler was out there and he made MJF look really good. MJF made himself look really good. But before that, they gave MJF a mic, and he cut down the crowd. That's character development again. Yeah, I mean that right there. Io Shirai Miyam didn't do that. They didn't have that. Uh, by the time that match ends, you've you see, you see promos, you see a match, and then you go into a more serious match between Pac and Adam Page, where NXT had a great match, but again, it was they're, they're living for today, <laughs> they're not living for tomorrow, and that's what the point that I'm trying to make. I'm not I'm not hating the matches. NXT wins the matches this week, but that's kind of not the point. The point is to deliver a full package show, which again they were doing before, before they they went on the USA Network. I don't know why they decided to change the formula. I, or not. I, I, I get, I know why, but I don't know why, to, like at the same time. Yeah, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, it's pretty unfortunate too because um, if they continue this, if you, they continue that pace, they're going to run into a, a wall very quickly, and they're not going to know how to dig themselves out of that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it was, it's funny you mentioned character development. You have you know, Adam Cole, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, but Adam Cole uh, retains yeah. a- against Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. And then Finn Balor's music hits, and Finn Balor announces he's back on the NXT roster. Yeah. Which is a kudos to you guys, by the way. I'm I'm glad that happens because um, it, it isn't often we hear of uh, a WWE talent getting their way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But here he was, you know, he, he needed a, a couple-month break because he was burnt out and he was unhappy and he wanted to go back to NXT and they're absolutely letting him. So congrats to Finn Balor on, on that happening. I, I, I'm excited at the prospect of him being there. Right. But there was no, like, their idea of character development with that or storyline development with that was Adam Cole's doing an interview backstage and the rest of Undisputed Era come in. And they're like, what's up with that Finn Balor? And he's like, fuck Finn Balor. Like, I, I don't I don't need this shit right now. We need to focus and keep the prophecy fulfilled. And that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, maybe two minutes tops out of the, that entire situation. Yep. Nothing was said to Balor in the ring. Like, he just came in. He said, hey, I'm NXT now. And, you know, they stared each other down. And that was it. And, and and I get it. That's that could be s- story development too, but it's sure. not strong story development. No. You're not, you could have you could have easily utilized that time a lot better. You know, even if they were just jawing at each other without mics, mm-hmm. I think that would have went over better than him staring at him.
1: Yeah. Know? Again, it was just it was more or less just pay per view style matches, no character development and uh it just um a lot of missed opportunities a, a whole lot of missed opportunities there um aew was good it was a solid it was a solid debut uh, i wouldn't call it perfect they took a real risk at that main event i thought with uh, with the john moxley kenny omega situation um mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of ever taking eyes off of the actual wrestling match uh, so I mean, it's not it's not like a, an A plus for AEW either. Um, I could have gone without the the excessive use of Chris Jericho in the night because he was there quite a bit. He was <laughs> um, like we get it. Like I mean, he he did the bit with Cody in you know in the beginning. And at the end of the first match, Cody beats Sammy Guevara, uh, and then of course, you know, the main event is Chris Jericho, Ortiz, and Santana versus Omega and the Bucks. Omega's taken out of the match by John Moxley. It's a cool bit, but it's still a risky bit. I to me, I'm watching live, you know, and I'm, I'm 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 saying, you know, to to, to who I'm watching it with, it's like, how hard it, how hard was it for them to, to go side by side? Yeah, you know, do a play by play because you know. they were
0: doing that all night anyway with yeah. the commercials. Yeah, you
1: know? show me what's happening with with Moxley and Omega, but don't take eyes off the match because i now I wonder is is the match being wrestled like it's in commercial break? And if that's the case, that's really shitty. Yeah. Because this is your main event. You know, this is uh, you know until TV time, which is an old school saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like they should just go all out. Go, go, go. Completely balls to the wall here, and really end the show because you are going up against NXT's main event, which is Undisputed Era versus Street Profits, and that was a really good fucking match. It was a really good match, <laughs> and so I, I I felt that they dropped the ball with that because here's where and yeah I'm going to sound like I'm jumping a bit, but this is they went too much storyline development development here and not enough wrestling match. You still could have done did what you did with Jake Hager coming out at the end and 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 that beatdown. But it it didn't have to be as excessive, it didn't have to go as, you know as as stretched out and as long as it was, and the match didn't have to suffer because of it because the match was an okay match, and that's that right there with the exception of Chris Jericho who is no longer in his prime and that's why I'm saying it. I'm not trying to be mean to Jericho, um you have five guys oh let's let's take Omega out too he's not in there you have four guys four solid you know two two solid tag teams. Mm-hmm. That really can tear the house down yeah, and they should have <clears throat> and they didn't so uh as far as a w complete show if i had to give it a grade i'd give i'd give AEW an a w and a minus total nxt would NXT be a b or a b plus it's
0: close yeah, it's very close it's
1: close i mean i'm not NXT was not bad by any means no it's just long term i'm i'm, I'm basing the grade that's that's part of my grading scale here what what are you going to do for next week because now i i don't I have no idea right you know with, at least with this okay you have follow up with what's going to happen with Jericho and Cody and and that situation what's Jake Hager doing there what's you know all that in that situation um you know you got MJF Sammy Guevara has, has has stepped up and he's shown himself to be He's escalated himself as a top heel currently right now within the company you had the issue with Riho uh, who is the inaugural uh, AEW women's world champion. Uh but that wasn't all there. Nyla Rose didn't take kindly to that. She attacked her after the match. You know, so what's gonna happen with that? You know, on top of the other talent that we still are yet to see. Sure. I mean there is there's a lot of unanswered questions. What's gonna happen next? Where NXT is you have Finn Balor and really that's it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so it's like, where do you go from now? I mean, they do have the announced match. I believe it's happening: uh, Kushida versus Walter.
0: Yeah, that that definitely got announced. That's
1: that's happening. But other than that, it's you know, it, what are they going to do next? And that's kind of what what we're talking about here. You, do, you have, I'm not saying you need to announce your whole fucking card for next week or anything like that matter, but you you know you need a you need a you know kind of develop a little bit more than that because. You know, you you're trying to also sell next week's show too.
0: It's it's again, I I, I like both shows. You know, I'm not going to sit here and grade them. Sure. I, I don't grade or star. Okay, I, I'm not that type of person. But I I I agree with what you said. And uh, but it's all good or bad. It's still all very interesting to me because I think at this point, NXT already has a a, a loose picture. Of what they're up against now this week, yeah, or, or you know, this this past week, yeah, uh, as this episode airs, but mm-hmm. you, uh, they already know ahead of, uh, ahead of time that at least part of the show for AEW is going to be tag team matches focused on that tournament. Yes, that's so happening. Yep, that that approach is always going to be interesting to me because. You know, it's it's kind of like giving your card away to an extent, mm-hmm. um, but and you're right. NXT hasn't really, other than the the Walter and uh, Kushida match, at this point hasn't really said anything uh, else of what they're going to do for for that show. As we record this, obviously, because once you hear this, it will have already happened. So, but I'm definitely interested. Yes, I'm. I'm, uh, I'm still not. i I'm, I still don't like the idea of watching it side by side for me personally, mm-hmm. because I. I'm at that age where I just. I'm like too enthralled. Sure, I'll, I'll sit and like I'll. I wouldn't be able to focus mm-hmm. like I want to focus. Right.
1: So. Um, real quick here too. You brought it to my attention before we went on air. Uh, I just want to announce, too, that AEW essentially has a second wrestling show. Uh, It's called AEW Dark. Yes. Uh, What it is, it's a tape show. It's not live. It's a tape show of all the dark matches that happened uh, during the taping of AEW Dynamite, which, of course, is live. Um, That's going to debut right before Dynamite now?
0: I believe so, yes. So
1: the October, because I hear it says October 8th. Yeah. But if there's before Dynamite, which is that's, uh, it'll be October 9th for the actual taping uh, for Dynamite. Sure. I, either way, check out AEW's Facebook page, YouTube.com. Uh, I said Facebook, I'm sorry. Check out AEW's <laughs> YouTube page, uh, YouTube.com. And this is just a quick example of what you're going to get. So, you know, for those who are saying, how the hell are they going to put that entire roster on this two hour show? They're not. But they do have something you can watch besides that. This is just a quick... We're not going to run down a card. I'm just going to announce the card, what you're going to get for episode one of AEW Dark. Again, this was taped the same day of the inaugural show from uh, Washington, D.C. Darby Allin versus Shima.
0: Yeah, that was... Holy fuck. Right.
1: Okay. Uh, Angelico, Jack Evans, and the Lucha Brothers versus Best Friends and Private Party, eight-man tag. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, Allie and Britt Baker versus B. Presley and Penelope Ford in a tag team match. Another solid match there.
0: Yeah, especially because they got real heat with each other. Mm-hmm.
1: And SCU versus Jurassic Express in a six-man tag is the main event. Nice. So good, good solid matches. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. I, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know. But knowing AEW, they're going to, whether even if it's just Tony Schiavone doing commentary himself, they're going to tell you stories. They're going to fill you in. Yeah, it's, they're, going to, it, they're going to keep the ball rolling with it, all these it's guys. It's got
0: to be something close to what that countdown show was before the first episode.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah so that makes sense. It's it, this is this is good. This is this is good for them, and and this is another way to uh, to promote your card. And you got this big ass fucking roster. This is what you do. I, I mean, promote promote. Look at that eight man tag team match. All those all those tag teams are in there are in your tournament. Yeah, promoting the tournament. Oh my god! It's
0: like having it's like having a preview match, like New Japan does. Yes, you know, and that's something that's so it's it's easy marketing. Yeah, I don't understand why more organizations don't do it. Yeah, you know,
1: SCU and and, uh, Jurassic Express. I I believe, if I'm not not mistaken, Jurassic Express, I believe, is also in the tournament. Or they they are? Uh SCU is. It was announced too on Dynamite. That Scorpio Sky sitting out.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Jurassic Express, they're, they're essentially like the Freebird team. Yeah. You know, so it, it's. There's going to be weeks where you see a, a, a boy and his dinosaur, which is uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Yeah. And then you're going to see, I forget what they named the other part of that or the <laughs> other combination, but okay. they're all loosely referred to as the Jurassic Express because obviously the third member here is uh mr fun size himself marco stunt
1: i'm excited i'm excited that they did that this is again this is brand new to me as we started recording i think anybody that's a fan of AEW, you definitely need to check it out youtube uh, obviously i don't need to promote youtube there yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah i mean and then darby vs. shima holy fuck
0: yeah that was the one uh immediately after the show ended i had Mm. got on social media and i was checking stuff out and someone had hipped hipped that match to me and they're like man this is a shame that you guys didn't get to see this yeah it, it was just a still photo of them two in the ring and i'm like oh my fucking god like what i wouldn't give to watch that match and now i get
1: to now you get to so absolutely uh, AEW Dark, by the way, uh, it is going to be on Tuesday nights. Yes. So, interesting. Uh, this, is, this is getting away of anything happening, what's already happening on Tuesday nights. We know that on the 8th, the same day as AEW Dark is pre- being premiered, um, NWA Power is premiering. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's actually, uh, they got a 6.05 Eastern start time, uh, no coincidence there. Uh, and then also keep in mind, on October 29th, you have the debut of Impact Wrestling that's happening on Tuesday night. So Tuesday night just got even bigger. Even though this is a tape, sh- they're all tape shows, actually. I got
0: a lot of fucking wrestling to watch, man. This is every week. Every fucking week. Every
1: single week. Uh, we every, This Charlie Caruso guy, every, every time that I see her, her lips get bigger. <laughs> I was like, chill out, man. Chill <laughs> out, chill my, out.
0: Da- my daughter and I, like, we'll do this thing where, like, you know. You're the WWE Network. Or no, you're a hell in a cell. We'll do that back and forth, right? (laughs) So, Charlie Caruso comes on the screen. And without skipping a beat, my daughter's like, you're Charlie Caruso's fake lips. (laughs) And I fucking (laughs) lost it. But you're right. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's the uh, the gloss, the lip gloss. I hope it's just. Uses, the, yeah, or... I hope it's just the lip. Shit I mean, she's clearly done, she's had work done. Yeah. I mean, let's let's Let's, you know... let's not do any more though, Charlie. But uh, yeah, man.
1: Get with it, Charlie. <laughs> uh, it is. It is premiering. Looks like they are going on. Looks like they're being nice and going on after uh, NWA is yeah. uh, NWA because NWA be five oh five Eastern. They are. They are going on the hour after they are done, 6 o'clock Eastern, 7. Or, sorry, 6 o'clock Central, 7 Either, either
0: way, I'm excited.
1: I mean, it doesn't really matter when you watch it. You can watch yeah. it whenever you want. Yeah. But, yeah, NWA Power, Impact Wrestling, AW Dark. Uh, these, and, and again, uh, I just, I saw on, on, on Cage Match, thank you guys at Cage Match, uh, they, they always not, uh, put up the announced team. It is Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. So it's the same same announcement. Beautiful thing. Man. So Absolutely. it's like watching two episodes of, of AEW in one week. And again, not only that, and I don't think I don't think we need to worry about this, but they're going to promote the next week's up, next the following days live edition yeah, of yeah. of AEW Which they should. as they should, as well as the pay per view. Having having multiple shows, especially how they're doing it, because it's not extra travel, it's not extra booking. You're already there live. Uh, it's just smart, it's just smart, smart, very smart. Um, <clears throat> for people that are who are still saying AEW is still a joke, because I've 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 had, I've been getting I've been getting beat up all week because you know it's too much Chris Jericho. Uh, Chris Jericho shouldn't be the champion. And look, we we agree. We said that on the show. Chris Jericho, they, they made the wrong choice. I'm, I'm picking Chris Jericho as their inaugural champion. But let's let's not get things twisted here, okay? Chris Jericho is not fucking Hulk Hogan. Chris Jericho is not Kevin Nash. Chris Jericho is not going to hold on to that title and keep it hostage. He's not, <laughs> he's not Brock Lesnar.
0: Yeah, you know, I knew that was coming.
1: Chris Jericho is going to fucking show up. Chris Jericho is going to get other people over. Because Chris Jericho actually respects and loves the fucking business. So for anybody that has a problem with Chris Jericho being champion, that's fine. But for anybody that's saying that he is is bad for business because he's just an old man clutching on to a spotlight, you're a fucking moron, and you don't need to fucking listen to the show. Um,
0: I, I actually uh, actually had an, uh, uh, a little exchange. At okay. the movie theater. Oh shit. Saturday night with uh, a WWE mark.
1: So you had so you had an interaction with a Joker while you saw Joker. Yes, okay.
0: uh, my wife and I went to go see Joker, <laughs> and right before the movie started, I went to use the facilities. Okay. And I happened to see uh, this this kid. I call everybody kid. He must have been like twenty. Okay. Uh, he had an AEW Letterman jacket on. Really nice jacket, by the nice. way. Okay. And uh, I see him, and so I start chanting, you know, A-E-Dub, A-E-Dub. And uh, he comes over to me, and, and, you know, we shake hands. And I'm like, hey, that's this cool jacket whatever. And his dad was with him. And his dad's like, ah, if, you, don't, you don't need to watch that bullshit. You need to watch real wrestling. And he mentioned the WWE. And I just looked at him, and I go, sir, all due respect, two words, Brock Lesnar. And then I'm like, I started to walk away. And he's like, "Oh man, come on!" You know, and just <laughs> doing one of those things. And I go, I stop in in my tracks, and I go, "Give me a minute. I'm gonna go drop Brock Lesnar off in the bathroom, and then I'll come back." And he, <laughs> his kid lost that he was dying. But yeah, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> For those of you who think it's a joke, hey, I'm 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 sorry. I, I completely disagree with you. It's okay to be a fan of the WWE. You know, Matt and I sit here week after week, like hoping, hoping they get their shit together, and uh, they just keep, they just keep shooting themselves in the foot, man. I don't, I don't, I really don't get it.
1: So, I have to. I mean, we we met, You mentioned Brock Lesnar. We're we're, on to, we're sticking with WWE right now. Sure. Um, <laughs> shall we dive into it? So.
0: I th- I think we should, man. You know, we don't have to beat a dead horse, but I I, th- I just think, I just think from, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it in a very specific perspective, um, and it involves Kofi Kingston more than it does Brock Lesnar. You don't you don't take and um, put Kofi Kingston through the ringer, like literally through the ringer. Mm-hmm. With all these like fucked up gauntlet matches and things of that nature, just so that he could win the title. Don't get me wrong, he kept it for quite a while, sure, relatively speaking. But you about a six month reign, yeah. But you don't take all of that momentum that you had with that champion
1: mm-hmm. and
0: put him mm-hmm. in a, a match that lasted what 35 seconds, no tops, way less,
1: <laughs> less than 10 seconds,
0: less than 10 seconds, yeah. Um, you don't you don't do that, and then and then you know you and I were talking about this before we started recording, and and it's almost immediately they erase him, like fuck Kofi Kingston. Now it's just Lesnar and Kane Velasquez. Mm-hmm. Wh- what are you doing? Like how is how is that healthy for your product? I I, I don't understand it at all. I really don't. It, and and I get. Part of it was probably because they were running out of television time, but that aside, you don't, you know, taking taking time out of SmackDown throughout the night and showing you know highlights of Kofi's uh, title reigns, right? You you don't do you, that's not how you make up for what you're about to do do to him later on in in the evening. Mm-hmm. It does it doesn't even out. It it doesn't there there's no that's not a receipt. It's no it's no kind of payback. There's it's it's just handled completely wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so again, you know, October 4th edition Smackdown happens, there's her debut on Fox. They I had to give a little bit of back backstory to it. I mean, it was uh it was one of those episodes of SmackDown where it's a special episode. Okay, they advertised the ladder match between Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Surprisingly, Kevin Owens wins that match.
0: Yeah, I thought they were going to go the route where uh, Owens loses and then he shows up shows on up NXT. NXT,
1: right? Uh, which I guess technically could still happen, but um, it, you know, it was as expected. It wasn't. This was not a a crazy good ladder match because you know Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's going to do high spots, but. <laughs> He, just because he, just because he jumps off shit, doesn't mean he looks good doing it. Um, but anyways,
0: <laughs> tell, tell me how you really feel, man. Oh, and, and and Michael Michael
1: Cole, by the way, he he, oh, yeah. he called the the coast to coast. Uh, it's a uh, patented and created by Shane McMahon because nobody ever did it before. Oh, no, before no. Shane McMahon. Uh, by the way, Shane McMahon also called. Or sorry, Michael Cole also called a spinning heel kick a big boot. A big boot. Because uh, that's the exact same thing, anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, they they went. I wouldn't call it pay per view mode, or if, if it was, this was definitely WWE's version of pay per view <laughs> mode. Uh, but they went match after match after match. I mean, two hours show. Keep in mind, they it was two hours. There's no, uh, you know, going over. You know, you know how how raw it goes to 10:05 Central Time, and NXT now goes to 9:05 Central Time. It's nine o'clock central time. That's when it's over. News is next. That's just how it is. Um, so you have two hours plus, you know, you know, minus commercials. So usually you get three to four matches on an episode of SmackDown. Uh, they went six matches on here. The the you know and and there was some good stuff on there. The opening tag team match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte versus Bayley and Sasha Banks. Good solid tag team match. Good way to advertise. The upcoming Hell in Cell pay review, uh, you know the ladder match and, and things of that nature. Um, the couple things here: the Reigns and Rowan match, which uh, which went on second to last. Sure. <clears throat> it's a lumberjack, lumberjack match. Lumberjack match, right? That went on about twenty twenty two nine. Sure. So you have twenty minutes left, and I'm thinking to myself, they got two matches they have to do in twenty minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay was, let's see how this goes. the reigns and Rowan match they it, it, went, it went a little longer than it probably should have and then not only that but like they they did more beat downs of Roman reigns by my friend Eric Rowan and and uh, Luke Harper it, it just it went on too long and I think it was built that way. actually now looking at it now I know it was built that way and I'm thinking to myself by the time they go into the final commercial break. It's now nine till. Now look, I get it's Brock Lesnar. I get uh, you know he's not known for wrestling long matches because he can't and he shouldn't be wrestling any matches. But (laughs) you know they still got you still got to do entrances. You still got to do the the introductions of the competitors. Uh, I I said it before the the match started, and you call it right right away the same the way I did when I did that. Kofi got announced first, generally a bad sign. Yeah,
0: that's usually a bad sign.
1: And then the the bell rings, and Kofi literally sprints to Brock Lesnar and jumps on his shoulders <laughs> and then gets at fives. Uh, he, 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 here, here's my thing. You want to be real. That's the thing. Like Fox is building this, we need to be real. Who in the right mind, if your opponent, who's bigger than you, by the way, yeah, whose finishing move involves a fireman's carry, who the fuck would jump on their shoulders, other than the fact that you're there to just get knocked out in five to ten seconds, and and that's exactly what happened. And 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 you're right. It you know that was that's the thing. You know you completely erase. Everything that he's done, and I'm glad you sped it up for me because I don't have to now go live through it again. But (laughs) you you erase you erase Kofi Kingston, you show the highlight of the match, you show the entire match again, so you got to see the match twice. You're welcome for that WWE universe. You see this travesty of a match twice, and then after that, Kofi Kingston, get the fuck out of my ring.
0: Yeah,
1: get the fuck out of here. Thanks for 6 months of busting your ass and having the best matches at the enti- in, the, in the, within the entire company minus NXT I would say. Sure. Thank you for all that, but now get the hell out of here. You want to know why? Because we just signed Kane Velasquez, a guy who has no wrestling background whatsoever, you know, besides what he did in MMA. Yeah. Who we're, is wearing a fucking knee brace. So he's not even a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And who is flabby as shit? Thanks for getting in shape for this. You knew this was going to happen. Thanks for getting in shape. And and this is what we're building up to now. This is what we're building up to: Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez. My question to everybody that out there that loves this: Okay, so here's the thing. I I just I, I've stayed away from a lot of the the. The WWE marks they're, 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 they're those pages I used to talk about. Sure, I stayed away because it was the same regurgitated shit over and over again, and it just got to a point where I got more out of talking to the wall than I did talking to them. <laughs> but I, I was interested to see to, to see what what they had to say about this, and same again, same regurgitated shit. They did this because it makes a hundred. This is according to them, it makes a hundred percent sense to do this. Because you're getting all those casual fans. Same thing with Ronald Rousey. Casual fans means more money. More money, more money, more money, more money. Even if that's the case, I'm going to rewind a little bit, okay? Okay. Eight-man tag team match. It was the third to last match. It was Strowman, Heavy Machinery, and The Miz versus AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, Randy Orton, and Robert Root. Nothing special about it. I, I, I think Strowman's team wins. What happens in that match Strowman, uh, Tyson Fury, for those who don't know who Tyson Fury is, he is a a, a, a boxer. I think he's a heavyweight, right? He, he's heavyweight. Okay, he's tall, dude. Um, I don't know if he's a current champion. I haven't he, really followed.
0: He's the lineal heavyweight champion.
1: Okay. Yeah, I haven't really followed boxing in quite some time, but I know who he is. Big name, too. He's in the front row. Braun Strowman, you know, he's beating up somebody. Uh, he does that that sh- that spiel where he runs around the ring and yeah. and does the shoulder blocks or shoulder tackles whatever, uh, and then he does you know he puts up his fist to Tyson Fury and they're just they're smiling at first like it's no big deal, and then um, I think Strowman throws somebody I think it was Ziggler, Ziggler. In, into basically into Fury and Fury eventually jumps the barricade and does this whole spiel okay we got Strowman versus Fury, you know why I didn't hate that. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not jumping for joy for that. I mean, it's, I'm not a big fan of celebrity But it was matches. a solid segment. Solid segment, and, and you know why it's, it, it works for me? Because they didn't strip a title from somebody to do it. Yeah. So why did they have to do that with Kofi Kingston in the WWE Championship? Why the fuck does Kane Velasquez need to come to, to WWE and get a shot at the WWE Championship? What fucking sense does that make? And yeah, if you bring in if this is your way to bring in casual fucking retards to come watch your product, that's fine. But guess what? Those casual fucking retards are gonna fucking come to your product with or without the championship.
0: Yeah, it so, could it could have easily happened without that belt.
1: So why why would you disrespect a man who has meant so much to that title? And do that to him. I'm not even... It's not even about the fact that he lost. All championship reigns come to an end. Yeah. You don't want to see it happen in 10 seconds or less. (laughs) But all championship reigns come to an end. And even if he had lost to Lesnar, it would have really, really fucking sucked. But I wouldn't be this furious about it. I'm furious because your way of bringing in casual fans is stripping him of everything that he's accomplished so you can give it to a guy who's wrestled two matches in his entire career. Who you give it to a guy who's not even in good shape? Yeah. We're all about bodies and, and shapes in WWE. The man's wearing a fucking knee brace. Yeah. He walked. He was walking with a limp. <laughs> and on top of that, you know, it was it wasn't even just that. Like Rey Mysterio looked like a fucking goof next to him, and because it's just like, hey, this guy beat me up. I'm a trained professional wrestler, but you you fight him for me because I can't do it. It's a it's a it's an absolute fucking insult, and I wish. I had wish that same crowd at Staples Center would have had the same amount of balls that the f- crowd at fucking Sacramento, Sacramento had, head, yeah. and started chanting for the for the rival company because this is what you get. This is the things you get. The first thing, the first thing that that was said out of, uh, out of you know my friend's mouth that I was, was watching with was he just needs to go to AEW. <laughs> he he doesn't need this. He doesn't deserve that kind of treatment.
0: I'll I'll cor- I'll correct that statement a little bit cuz I I don't necessarily agree with that, but he needs to go somewhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. That that much I agree with. Um Yeah, it 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 if if this is your <laughs> if this is your master plan to make your product more real and so you involve the title between two MMA guys? in a professional wrestling company, um, it just, it really does shit on your entire roster because they're all professional wrestlers. You know? Yeah. And it, all it's telling you is like, hey, we don't we don't fucking really respect the shit I do anymore because we're, we're going to promote this as real or we want it to be more realistic. So because you're not uh, an MMA persona, or you've never been, or whatever. Like you, you automatically now are a, a second-class citizen on this roster, right? And that's horseshit. It's complete and utter horseshit. And there you, 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 WWE marks who, who love this whole approach of like bringing all the casual fans and make all that money, killing all that momentum with your champion, is one of the worst things you can do. <laughs> In any organization when it comes to professional wrestling so on that note uh, we're gonna take a break pay some bills and uh, we promise you that we're not gonna shit on our champion uh, (laughs) while we're away (laughs) Uh, we again we have Hell in a Cell 2019 on the big screen and uh, yeah so I'm done I'm done ranting about WWE and uh, all their bullshit moves. And uh, Kofi Kingston, I-, I hope you can buy yourself out of your contract. R-O-H. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I would love that. But, yeah, uh, stay tuned. We're going to go pay some bills. We'll be back.
1: This episode of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew is brought to you by GameStop. GameStop, where you can buy new and used video games, consoles, and accessories. Got games you no longer play? Trade them in for cash or credit towards a new game to add to your collection. Become a pro member and save even more money on your purchases, trade-ins, and even get special offers not available to everyone else. If games aren't your thing, GameStop has a wide range of toys, apparel, board games, and other collectibles, including pop vinyls, including exclusives, not sold anywhere else. Visit us at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash GameStop to find out how you can get started and remember power to the play.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you again for hanging in there with us while we paid some bills. Hopefully uh, you have found a sponsor to visit through us and check out some deals and uh, some new content and like so as always thank you again for all of your support Uh, very very much appreciated again as always we have wrestling on the background we are currently watching the women's championship tag team match from Hell in a Cell WWE between uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross taking on the Kabuki Warriors in Asuka and Kairi Sane Uh, pretty interesting match pretty solid match uh, as I was telling Matt here, uh, there's a there's a spot where Kyrie Sane does her little um, crazy little walk from corner to corner, <laughs> and she happens to I believe it's Nikki Cross. She does the old uh, Three Stooges double poke in the eye, and it it, uh, it came across as uh, no pun intended <laughs> that Nikki Cross did not see it coming at all, and it just it made for that much more hilarity. I was dying. Uh, but, uh, enough about WWE, um, if you listen to the first half of the show, uh, thank you, thank you as always, but, uh, it's time, it's time to switch gears, man, Uh, you can only talk about, um, so many mistakes with that company.
1: I mean, this is the same company that, uh, stopped the match, Hell in a Cell match, because of excessive use of weapons, apparently.
0: Oh, that was terrible. Uh, We don't need
1: to talk about that, but I just, this is what we're talking about here. Uh, you can if you want.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I've, I'll, I'll pose a simple question here for all you WWE marks. I, I, would really like to know how you guys feel. How do you feel? You have a, a hell in a cell match. Anything goes, quote unquote. Anything goes. Uh, it comes down to mm-hmm. Seth Rollins using a sledgehammer on the Fiend Bray Wyatt. But the moment he does that, everything else he used, there's chairs, there's ladders, there's tools, a toolbox. Uh, Bray Wyatt used that uh, that big mallet he has on, on his uh, kid's show. He used that. All that was well and good, but the moment a sledgehammer gets introduced and used on Bray Wyatt, that is a disqualification in an Anything Goes Hell in a Saw match. Um, if you were <laughs> using that to further your storyline with this, it came across horrible. I I told Matt before we started recording, Seth Rollins is a horrible actor. He is a horrible actor. So, by that logic, he'll probably be in the next Marine sequel. Marine 27? Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I... The fans in Sacramento, I really do feel sorry for you guys. For anybody who paid for a ticket to be there and have to go through that shit, uh, Matt. You and I were looking at some of the uh, the fan posted videos of yeah. just how hostile the crowd got and how they wouldn't leave the the arena. They wanted a refund. Uh, AEW chants galore. It was it was fucking crazy.
1: You you never want the competition to get an upper hand on you by not even competing that night. <laughs> you just you just don't want that. Um, and here's the thing: as stupid as stupid as that ending was, that still could have been salvaged by match placement. Yeah, you go, look at your two Hell in a Cell matches: South Rollins versus The Fiend, uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. I'm not even going to say which one was better like because of which one's better because the women's match was much better. But the reason why the women's match should have been the main event is because that was your most hostile rivalry.
0: Well, you know what, too? Thinking about it, there's a, there's another thing that, that is much more common sense laid in here. Mm-hmm. Do you remember years ago when they would have cage matches and shit? It was such an ordeal to set the cage up mm-hmm. that like, you knew... Once they set the cage up, whatever cage matches they had on the card were going to happen back to back to back. Yeah. Because they didn't want to have to fucking take the cage apart or move it or what have you. Yeah. They could have easily did that here on Mm. Hell in a Cell. And put either Banks and and, uh, Becky Lynch on second to last or last. And then they just kept the cage down for the other match. Instead of having to, you know, to fuck with it. But... That would have saved him a bunch of heartache, man. Let me tell you, because that that the end of that match, the end of that Rollins and Bray Wyatt match was fucking horrible, absolutely horrible.
1: And the thing is, too, I I, I don't watch a lot of. It's so ironic that uh, the following day, I I'm flipping. Actually, I don't really flip challenge anymore because of PlayStation View, but I happen to just accidentally hit the hit the select button on on CNBC. I don't watch CNBC. Okay. I'm not big in the stock market and shit like that, um, but Mad Money was on.
0: Oh, with Jim Cramer. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And they were talking about uh, Costco's. I'm not going to go into extreme detail here, but Costco <laughs> had a, apparently they had a really good uh, quarter, and you know, against everybody's better judgment and and. and like the Cos- Costco's, uh, you know, CEO, this, this, this right here applies to WWE, not just what happened on Sunday, uh, Hell in a Cell, but the October 4th edition of, of SmackDown, as well as many of the fucking things they've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> Costco CEO, uh, the numbers have been up, and he's like, you know, it's just, it's really kind of common sense when you give customers what they want. They tend to buy more. No, it's like... holy I, shit! I'm like, I'm like, why is this fucking news? Why is this? Why are people surprised by this? Uh, okay, so you 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 thought you thought that this was going to be a, a good thing. You thought this was going to go over well, and it didn't. As as a booker, if you have a hostile, I'm asking you personally now. Okay, if you're booking, if you have a show and you have a, a plan for something, and it completely goes up in smoke, and you got a crowd that is yelling bullshit and that they want refund. Restart the match. Restart the match. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing as a booker? Are you saying, you know what, fucking keep doing it, and then everyone come back and, you know, fuck them because the show's over? Or do you try to make it right? Or is there enough time? What did, Was what WWE did okay? Was that the right thing to do? At this point, Or it, you know, because... I I don't know how much time they have left in the venue. I know it's the WWE Network so they have all the time in the world on the network, but what do you do in the situation?
0: This should be common sense, but and here here's where here's where I show you exactly that I've watched way too much fucking wrestling in my lifetime. Okay? Here's what you do exactly, okay? So clearly, by the way the fans are reacting, you have booked this completely yeah. shitty.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And no, at this point in, in, in the situation, guess what? Time is not a factor. <clears throat> I say that because you can easily, they could have easily restarted the match.
1: That's the first thing they could have done.
0: And, and, and I don't mean even in an official sense. I mean literally just have them keep going at it. Yeah. But what they chose to do was let Seth Rollins be taken down by Amanda claw, <clears throat> and that ended, ended all the altercation there. You know, he's, like, spitting up blood and, like, half-puking, whatever. But they should have let them go back at it because it, it would not have ruined any of, of Bray Wyatt's um, heat. It, it, would have, it would have continued because if anybody ruined any kind of heat and, and made bad heat, it was Seth Rollins. Okay. Bray Wyatt didn't do it. Bray Wyatt did his job. Seth Rollins fucked this up. And and that, that, however the the match was produced, fucked this up. But time goes out the window. Time no longer exists. Because regardless of whether you're on a network or pay-per-view or what have you, you restart that, let them keep going at it, and guess what? You go off air. So now you have a, have a, a moment of redemption, possibly, for your your pay-per-view audience, your television audience, your network audience. We're like, "Holy shit, wait a minute. I didn't get to see what happened." Now you're excited like, "What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened?" We live in the day day and age of social media. Someone would have eventually posted whatever happened after they went off the air. Okay. You want that. You want that kind of attraction. So, there's your there's your opportunity to come back and make it something make something happen that was much more interesting. Than the way that fucking match ended. Mm-hmm. And also, it should be common sense too. You don't book a match and call it anything goes. And put it in this fucking undestructible cell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and what
0: stops the match? <clears throat> a fucking sledgehammer. Are you fucking kidding me? He had a toolbox full of different tools. the fucking, fucking screwdrivers. Yeah. And fucking um, box cutters and wrenches. All these dangerous weapons. Much more dangerous than a fucking Sounds sledgehammer. Something like a fucking New Jack match.
1: Yeah. <laughs> much more dangerous than a
0: fucking sledgehammer.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And you stop it for that reason? That was complete and utter horseshit.
1: <laughs>
0: so there's that's my advice. That's what I would have did. I would have restarted it somehow, even if it wasn't... Even if it was in an unofficial manner,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let them go at it. Let them go off the air so that you're you're sitting there puzzled as to what happens. Let social media do its thing, and people show you what happened. Cause at this point, you're you're getting you're garnering that interest back. You're taking it back. Yeah. And and uh, you could have done something. With, you know, with Monday Night Raw or what have you the next night.
1: Anytime you go live, I, I think I think it goes without saying. I mean, things things don't always go as planned. It's
0: an easy one, bro. Yeah. It's so easy. You know how many times I watched <laughs> that growing up with NWA? Like, oh, we're out of time. We're out of time. Like, what's fucking happening? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Tell me what's happening.
1: And you got to wait a week.
0: And, uh, yeah. yeah, and I had to wait you a week. You had to wait a
1: week, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: excited now. Fuck.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is this is uh, this is really not hard. No, man, it it's, shouldn't be. It, it really they they could have taken a really big fucking mess and turn you know take their own shit and turn it into successful manure and grow something out of it. <laughs> and they didn't do that. Um, they just they just they stayed the course. God damn it, stay the course. And it just it just kept it just kept getting stinking more and more and more and and you have a crowd that didn't want to leave but not because it was good because they were so goddamn pissed, pissed off. off that they were demanding something else or their fucking money back that is that is a dangerous game you're fucking playing it is and i'm i I'm, I've,
0: I've seen bad shit happen after shows after WWE shows yeah in the parking lot so like you really don't want to test those waters unless you absolutely have to. And I was
1: it. saying, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if 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 they had told their talent, like, pretty much lay low for yeah, a bit. Yeah, lay
0: low, stay in the back,
1: don't go out. Don't go out. Nobody's nobody's going to fucking any restaurants, any bars in Sacramento. Like you're just getting the fuck out of dodge, <laughs> and that's it. Um, it was it was it, it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that's what they decided to do to their paying customers, both. Those who bought a ticket to be uh, at the show, and for those that uh, um, watched it and wasted their fucking time on the WWE network, um, God, it was. I, I it, it's just, it's just not, it's not good business. But um,
0: you digress. I digress. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I. Sorry, I got sidetracked by watching the fucking bullshit from SmackDown. <laughs> of course, they're showing, her showing it down my throat. <laughs> Throw it down my throat. This bullshit, but um, but yeah, I, the last thing I want to say about WWE real quick here. This is this is again taking twenty steps backwards. You know, and, and it's not just AEW. AEW is is again they are on the forefront because they have the money, they have TNT, they have all that momentum. But it's just wrestling as a whole. There's so many other wrestling companies that are, are, are vying for your audience, WWE, and they're being successful at it. you know. And for everyone that says, oh, WWE's never going anywhere, WWE's not going anywhere, you keep doing shit like this. And Trust you, me. And you will
0: go somewhere. You're going somewhere.
1: <laughs> uh, the mighty fall, and it's happened so many times throughout history, I really don't know why WWE's exempt. Because in reality, they're not. It's like you know, going back to what CM Punk once said. Now, eight years ago, he's a millionaire that should be a billionaire, and the fact that he's not is his fault, plain and simple. Because he, because he does not, he does not know how to take care of his customers. He's all about ad dollars. He's all about the shareholders, and I get that. I get that. I don't know exactly how that shit works, you know, a hundred percent, but I get that. But just like anything else anything else in society it's the majority rules and even though you know the 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 general fan doesn't have as much money as those ad dollars or those those uh um shareholders may have let me tell you something when they stop buying t-shirts when they stop buying tickets when they stop subscribing to the wwe network when they stop buying all the fucking merchandise guess what those shareholders go away those ad dollars get less and less. You know, you don't, instead of having, instead of having these, these, these crazy fucking, you know, ad, you know, ad companies that are wanting to, wanting to use your network to, your, your time slot to advertise for you and sponsor your fucking pay-per-views and all this shit, you're going to have to find just anybody to do it because it's just, you, you lose that. Because yeah. why do they want to spend money to advertise for a show that less people are watching? When they can go, to they can give Tony Khan a call, and and see you know what he's offering, what they as far to advertise yeah. for his company. Don't be that stupid. Don't be that naive, because it can happen to anybody, and it has throughout history.
0: But enough about the WWE and all their fucking bullshit. Let's get back to talking about good wrestling, good booking, mind you, from yours truly. Matt and Joe, I'm talking about the inaugural Good Brothers Tag Team Tournament. If you haven't caught us on social media, please do so. Um, we have posted blank downloadable brackets for you to um, sit in fantasy book with us. I'm excited because I'm, I know you and I, uh, the moment we started uh, putting this thing together... You know, we, we had come on the show and we both said hey you know we we just kind of like shot off shot off of our hip and we're just coming up with whatever name we we could come up with right away as opposed to doing super in-depth research that was part of the fun in it yeah because it was just it was pretty cool to see what you and I could recall right off the top of our head <laughs> as, as either real brothers or KFA brothers mm-hmm. um, and we went with that <clears throat> list you know there's not a whole lot of Japanese or Mexican tag teams and it, it wasn't done on purpose but that's where you the fans come in I'm, I'm sure someone's going to call us out for not including this team or that team but that's what those brackets are for ladies and gentlemen take your time, fill out the brackets hit us up on social media we'll, we'll let you know at the end of the show where we're at if you don't already know and uh, I'm excited and, and with, with that being said unless you have something else to add we're gonna get to it
1: yeah no all let's right do it. let's
0: do it so uh we're gonna start off the first round again 32 teams some real some kayfabe brothers but all brothers nonetheless and uh we're gonna start off with the uh by the way we t- I just took all 32 slots threw them in a random number generator uh, random sequence generator courtesy of random.org Thank you, guys, and uh, all the staff there, at random.org, and put them into the generator, and it came up with our seeds. So you're not going to get like one versus thirty-two, you know, two versus thirty-one. Sure, sure. It's going to be uh, completely random. With that being said, the twenty-first seed in Arn and Oli Anderson are going to take on the 19th seed in the Heart Foundation. Which version? Uh, you know what? We didn't... Oh, it's it's the non-original version. Okay.
1: <laughs> so Arn and Oli. Arn and Oli. Versus Owen and... Uh, Bulldog. Bulldog.
0: And you and I were talking about Arn and Oli. You had asked me, like, were they ever brothers? Um, it actually came up on... Arn Anderson's podcast. Mm-hmm. He's brand new. He's I think he's like three episodes in now, um, and he said it himself exactly what I said. It all depended on like the fucking the week <laughs> and the, and and like the yeah. like who you talk to. And yeah, he said it got to the point where everybody was just coming up to him because they looked so alike. That's right. what, that's what helped a lot. They looked so alike, and they would just come up to him and. <laughs> it it was one of the I I think he put it like they the fans didn't care but they cared like they didn't care that they were real brothers necessarily they but they cared about the story you know they made Mm -hmm. them care about the story so he would get asked by not just fans by the way but also other talent like hey how's your brother doing
1: (laughs) you know all the time and he's like
0: yeah that was that was just kind of a thing that's cool so what do you have to say? Arn Arn and Oli Anderson taking on uh, the uh, the non original heart foundation of British Bulldog, Davey Boy Smith,
1: and Owen Hart. Owen Hart. Um intriguing match. Uh, Owen Hart is the in my opinion, the the wild card in in this one. Cause first of all, you know, just see Owen and Arn in that ring together
0: that would be yeah dude how
1: how you know hell of a, of a you know some spots there some good wrestling there um no with all due respect to the other for the other the other their partners yeah uh, this is this is a good first round match I, I uh one of those things that um you never think about ever seeing no you know? no so, not at all <laughs> even even fantasy booking is something that just doesn't wouldn't come up a, a, a lot but uh to see see Arne and Oli team him one more time, or maybe more, uh, <laughs> would be would be definitely cool, even though Oli's a douchebag.
0: <laughs> Oli is definitely a douchebag. Even Arne Anderson says it on the podcast. Like very few people got along with Oli, including all the members of the Horsemen. Like, yeah, just kind of tolerated him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on, we have the 26th seed in the Godwins taking on the number four seed in the Young Bucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a definitely a, a clash of styles here. Uh,
0: yeah, you said it. <laughs> oh, good lord.
1: Um, it's going to be interesting to see how how we call this one because. Uh, you know, can, uh, can the Godwins handle the, the, uh, the very fast paced style of the young bucks? <laughs> we'll find out if it's not obvious to you.
0: <laughs> I, man, it, it just, it makes you think like if, if you had, um, you know, similar talent back then, like, uh one, two, three kid or, yeah. or, you know, talent along those lines, able to like really kick it up a notch and do what they could do without any watering down back then, like, would we be talking about the cruiserweights and, and similar talent, like the way we do now or like how much more, uh, how much more relevant would they be? Mm-hmm. You know? It w- I think it would have changed the landscape of, of that quite quite a lot.
1: Right. Absolutely. You know?
0: Uh, moving on. We have the 29th seed in Jim Jimmy and Ron Garvin taking on the 15th seed in Mad Dog and Butcher Vachon. Um... This this one actually this is probably one of the few legit old school matches that we have and it would be interesting because and if anybody knows anything about this match you have Ronnie Garvin who it's still very debatable during during this day and age like whether or not he knew how to throw a working punch and just refused to mm-hmm. Or he legitimately just didn't know how to throw a working punch. That was part of the reason he was dubbed the Hands of Stone. Right. And people had a hard time working with him because when he went to throw a punch, it was a legit punch. He was trying to punch you. And so you had to be very careful that you didn't get knocked out in the fucking beginning of the match or the middle (laughs) of the match, you know. Um, It always made for interesting... uh, in ring time with with ron garvin and and again you know it, it's one of those situations where you have both of the garvins at some point or other they could have been referred to or booked as as brothers whether it was real or not
1: mm-hmm. so that roughneck style and how how the the Vashans yeah, retaliate it, it, to it, that oh, man, this is going to be an interesting match
0: I can guarantee you one thing, that match will take place all over the damn arena, and mm. then some. You know, just because of the way those guys are. Up next, we have the number 6th seed in the Lucha Brothers, okay, taking on the 27th seed in the Freebirds.
1: Another Clash of Styles here, uh, yeah. to say the least. Uh, old school versus new school, I mean, but... Uh, now, who refresh my memory on which two members of the Freebirds we are using?
0: I believe we said Buddy and, um,
1: Buddy, and, Terry.
0: and Buddy and Terry Yeah, Buddy and Terry. Okay, because uh, neither you or I are too high up on uh, Michael P.S. Hayes. There,
1: no, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, and against again those two against Pentagon Junior and Ray Phoenix of the Lucha Brothers. Again, you got you know, you you have a um old school roughneck style.
0: And again, think about the dynamic of the match here. Mm-hmm. Like it would be a completely different match if PS Hayes was involved. Yeah. Um I think there would be a lot more banter and and um uh, like old school heel to where with with Buddy and Terry. You're getting you're getting like a lot more legit tough guy in the ring. Mhm. And uh, that I think I think for me anyway, you can disagree with me or agree with me whatever. Sure, but, sure. but for me, I think that's what makes the, the match this match interesting with this combination because just the, the like I'm celebrating at, at the possibility of watching Terry Bam- Bam Gordy go up against someone like Pentagon Jr. Oh yeah, like holy shit that's a that's a match you have to watch in japan to like really truly appreciate
1: yeah it's it's going to be to see how how you know it would be really good to see how uh, buddy and terry break off the ring break up the ring you know start really take one, take one of the the members of the Lucha brothers and 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 go do this this old school beat the shit out of one guy make the other guy watch kind of kind of mentality <laughs> Because um, a lot of times lately too, when you see the Lucha Brothers, it's a lot of quick tags, a lot of high face yeah, stuff. Yeah. This would be something out of their element for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm really excited about that one because that, that's again, I, I love those those clash of styles for sure.
0: Moving on, we have the 10th seed in Dory and Terry Funk taking on the 14th seed of the Malenko brothers, Dean and Joe. Oh wow! Yeah, this one. This one is, is is also really interesting because again although uh, a lot of I think a lot of our audience would probably associate both these teams as old school, it's not really the case uh, it, especially obviously Dory and Terry Funk have been around wrestling for fucking ever
1: mm-hmm.
0: or or the the you know that that level of, of, of equation but um, Dean and Joe malenko really really got their you know got their chops in wrestling in all japan working for all japan
1: right
0: and it and don't, you know the funks have wrestled in japan quite quite a few times but it's it isn't necessarily the same era when they're there so that's what makes it interesting you have a, like a, this big generational gap in in japanese wrestling and so it's not it's not exactly the same kind of Japanese wrestling that the Funks got raised up through. Uh, that's what makes it interesting for me. Um, and again, you're seeing smaller talent in Dean and Joe Malenko mm. kind of sit and progress in a very strong style of wrestling. Um, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Funk Brothers. Sure. They're, they're tougher than fucking nails. So. <laughs> but uh, that's that. to me, that's what, what makes the match interesting here.
1: Awesome. Can't wait for that one.
0: Up next, we have the 13th seed in the, Hent, uh, the Headhunters. Excuse me. Taking on the... Oh, Jesus Christ. Taking on the third seed, the Briscoe Brothers, the Ring of Honor Briscoe <laughs> Brothers. Holy fucking shit! That's, I'm gonna have to bring. Rally, o- like I'm gonna that? bring over the FMW DVD that I have, okay, so that you can watch these guys in action. Uh, this, th- there's gonna be blood. There's for, gonna be a lot. There's, there's I- gonna be buckets of blood, Matt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from, from what you described, uh, you know, when I think of FMW, I think of guys like Sabu. Um, he came from, from there before his ECW days. you got
0: to remember, FMW was a lot of shoot style. Mm-hmm. A lot of death matches. A lot of just fucking gore and violence. I mean, the women there? Yeah. Uh, on that DVD I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll have to dig it up and throw it on uh, on the merch on our, our site, but uh, there's a match between two women. I can't remember the women right off the top of my head. I apologize, but the... One of the competitors, she has, like, a mini scythe. And it's real. It's fucking real. Oh. And she's using it to cut up her opponent in the ring. Like, she's, like, raking it down her back. Oh. She's gouging it in, the point in her, you know. It's, it's fucking bloody and gruesome. And that, like, the entire DVD is like that.
1: And you know? then you bring in the briscoes. On top of that. Yeah, who are not afraid of you're, any of that. I mean, obviously
0: we don't get to see a whole lot of that with them. but Not
1: anymore, at least. Not anymore. Sure. But I,
0: I remember being in Chicago, it's a Chicago Ridge, for a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And uh, that one is still kind of infamous in Ring of Honor history because um, they were taking on uh, Steen and Generico. And it got it got very violent, super bloody. But then the age of the fall uh, was just starting. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Jacobs and company had stormed the ring at the end of the match. And they hung, I think it was Jay, no, it was Mark. They hung Mark Briscoe. And he was bleeding profusely at the time. Mm-hmm. So they hung him upside down in the ring yeah. as a, like a statement uh, about like how powerful they were. And everybody was just in shock because here he is. He's bleeding bad. Mm-hmm. And not just, he's the guy, he doesn't have like a little scrape or anything. No, he, it's pouring out like a fucking faucet. There's a puddle of blood in the ring. And it's like, when is he going to pass out?
1: He's, gonna hang, he's hanging upside down and on he's top hanging, of
0: Yeah, and on top of it. So. <sighs> Yeah, they, they are no strangers to ultra-violence.
1: Yeah. This, but,
0: but that's what's going to make this match.
1: This is going to be an interesting match. The, the Briscoes are, are one of those teams that uh, are very versatile. and uh, But this is really right. As far as the, if we're speaking old school, I guess, this is right up their alley. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about this match for sure. Uh,
0: Number 31, Alpha and Sika, the Wild Samoans, are going to take on number seventeen, the Von Erichs.
1: Which Von Erichs are we looking at here?
0: Oh, we uh, we decided it was going to be David and because there's two Von Erich teams. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's the originals. Yeah. Okay, so Alpha and Sika are taking on the the original Von Erich tag team. Uh, David and, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the other one. My, my 40-year-old brain.
1: Uh, Kevin. Kevin.
0: Yeah. Are we doing Kevin?
1: Is it Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, David and Kevin, yeah. David and Kevin. David and Kevin, okay.
0: Uh, this one, you know what, depending on, on, uh timing and everything, this might have happened actually in world class championships. it
1: sounds like something. They they've had a lot of uh... I
0: mean I've no I know the Von Eriks have faced Samoans. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the original afan and Sega, though. Sure. But yeah, this
1: this should be a fun match regardless though. Absolutely really good teams. Absolutely. I look forward to that one too. I love these, these old school <laughs> matches that we're getting to.
0: Um number nine uh, the Rougeau brothers, the ninth yes. seed, uh, Jacques and
1: Raymond, Raymond,
0: <laughs> taking on uh, seed number twenty-eight, Ron and Don Harris, the Harris brothers, the Harris brothers, skull
1: and eight ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? They're they're one of those tag teams. Uh, speaking of Ron and Don Harris. They've been all over the damn place. Yeah. And everywhere they go, they've actually been a pretty solid tag team. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't really complain when I talk about those two. Everywhere they've went, they've they've done a, a solid job. You know, obviously they're not your fucking main event tag team or sure. anything like that, but even if they were in some hokey fucking like security guard style role mm-hmm. They did it, and they did it well.
1: Yeah, you know, absolutely. So
0: I can't take anything away from them. Yeah, I'll I'll talk more about this matchup as it goes on. Yeah, but I uh, won't give too much away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but the Rujos are all
1: American boys. Uh, she-
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the number eleven seed, the original Heart Foundation of Bret the Hitman Heart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, are going to take on the thirtieth seed. In um, the Valiants, which I believe we booked as Jimmy Valiant and Johnny Valiant. Yes. Yeah. Um, again, uh, it this possibly happened in it. W- it probably would have happened in um, Stampede, Stampede Wrestling, okay. if 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 at all. Um, but th- there's a small possibility that this happened. So I'm I'm excited. Good
1: song wrestling match here.
0: Again, Jimmy Valiant uh, is one of those guys much like Ron and Don Harris where no matter where he went like because for quite a hot minute there he was probably one of the top guys mm-hmm. in, in, in an early NWA and obviously as the 80s hit I mean he became you know mid-card at best and, and he became Jimmy Boogie Woogie and things yeah. like that but um, originally, he was he was up there.
1: You know what I think of who I compare him to? Is that <laughs> I compare him to like, uh, like a Colcabana. But yeah, that's, good, f- that's fair like to Like a say. good wrestler, but a very silly gimmick.
0: That's very fair to say. So. absolutely. With the 8th seed, we have the Gorillas of Destiny taking on the 12th seed, the legendary Hall of Famers, Harlem Heat.
1: mm Man, that's disappointing that one of those teams got to be out in the first
0: round. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, uh, for for what it's worth, old school versus new school. Sure. And uh, yeah, it, this is a damn shame that yeah. we have to take one of these out. Uh, fuck. I don't. Again, I. I I find myself not wanting to say too much
1: yeah I, I there's a lot of things I want to say about it, but it, I think it would give away who I, who I think is going to win yeah, or who, who here, I would have win. um i I will say this uh you know Harlem Heat, I know you know Booker T obviously went on to be did, did the bigger and better things as a singles wrestler, but harlem heat man if, if you if you guys are not familiar with Harlem Heat and what they've done for tag team wrestling uh you, you can say all you want about say about Stevie Ray and what he what he's done as a singles wrestler as a tag team. Those guys mesh so, and I get they're real brothers, but like they meshed in ways that other tag teams you fail to do, especially in that era. So this is it, it is uh, you know in Gld. I mean, all you got to do is just watch wrestling today and see what they're doing. Those guys are just tearing it up everywhere they go. So really, really unfortunate that one of these teams is going to be gone after uh, round one.
0: Speaking of unfortunate, our, our next two teams... Um, we got to change these brackets. Dude, this is going to be crazy. So with the fifth seed, we have the Usos... Okay. <laughs> ...taking on the um, 16th seed in the Brothers of Destruction, Kane <laughs> and <laughs> the Undertaker.
1: Okay. So. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to be intrigued to see how far people have uh, the Brothers of Destruction going because of The Undertaker. <laughs> uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is a tag team tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, can can the Brothers of Destruction mesh as well as a set of twin brothers? I mean, we'll find out, of course, but uh, it, it's still interesting, you know. I mean, you got a mixture of size versus... You know the Usos, which you know, to me, I don't like the characters. I especially don't like this what they're doing now with the Uso Penitentiary, which they've been doing for a couple of years now. But when the bell rings, still, they 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 have my attention. Yeah, most 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 nights
0: again. I can't I can't really say too many bad things about the Usos because they they deliver. Yeah, And, and they're one of those teams who seem to rise to the occasion depending on who they're facing. Yeah. If they're facing a, a super legit tag team, they become super legit. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's weird.
1: Yeah, they are they're they're kind of shitheads in real life, but uh, <laughs> inside that that twenty by twenty ring, man, they they are as legit as they come.
0: Uh, with the thirty second overall seed, we have Los Guerreros taking on the twenty third seed. In the Bushwhackers. Okay. Again, one of those that could have possibly happened uh, in world class. Especially
1: with, as the Sheep Herders.
0: Yeah. Or NWA. NWA. Yeah. Uh,
1: by by uh, the girls, we're talking Eddie and Chavo. Ed, yes. And by Chavo, again, we do mean Chavo, <laughs> Chavo Senior. Chavo Classic. Chavo Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not Chavo Guerrero Jr., which he actually did team up with, uh, but they are not brothers, yes. so that does not count. Um, yeah, this is uh, you know, don't for those who 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 have issues with the Bushwhackers being in here, um, just like with many other wrestlers that wrestled in WWE, don't take that WWE version of them. You yeah, because that's the that's, gospel.
0: Yeah. Don't because that's not what we're advertising here. We <laughs> yeah. when we mention any tag team, we're talking about them at their best.
1: Yeah. Uh so maybe we should call them the sheep Cuz I feel that's, like that.
0: that's fair, yes, that's yeah. absolutely fair. Uh with the number one seed, the Hardy Boys, they're going to be taking on the twenty fifth seed in the other Von Air team.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Of of um, Who's that? Is it Ross?
1: Ross, Ross and Marshall.
0: Marshall, I always forget Marshall's name.
1: That's uh, those are uh, those are Kevin's boys. Kevin, those are Kevin's boys. Kevin's boys. It would be interesting to see if they uh, they get to fight their dad in this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is re- I really like this one. Uh, not that I don't like the other ones, but this one right here, uh, yeah. Matt and Jeff versus you know another young team. Um, well, not that they're a young team anymore. The hardest. Right. Right. Were. You know, it's 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 good. This one's really going to be interesting. It's a it's a good clash of styles, but there's a good mixture though too, because you know the Ross and Marshall have have shown they have also have high flying capabilities. They're good technical wrestlers. They're powerful as shit. And the Hardy's, I mean, their track record speaks for itself. So this is sure. this is sure. definitely a, a really really intriguing match. I, I'm really going to be i are really going to have fun talking this one.
0: With the twentieth seed, we have the original Briscoe brothers. Okay, taking on Jack and Jerry. Jack and Jerry taking on the seventh seed in Rick and Scott (laughs)
1: Steiner. Man, that's gonna be a wrestling clinic right there.
0: Oh yeah, hell yeah!
1: Definitely a wrestling clinic. That's really, if especially if we're going, and I'm assuming we're going old school. Sure. Steiner brothers, yeah, here like,
0: like Steiner brothers, Steiner, Steiner brothers, brothers not, yeah. you know, not fucking,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. no fucking Papa Pump, yeah. No, yeah, none of that bullshit, dog face Gremlin, yeah, no, all that, that shit,
1: um, yeah, this is going to be a really good wrestling match, and, and 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 the one thing though, and this is not me spoiling anything because I don't not so sure if this is going to matter and at, at the end here, but one thing that I will say is, can the Briscoes slow the match down because the thing about the Steiner's is that they they're a great wrestling team but they if you go back and watch their old school shit they really pick it up in ways that they tire tire their their opponents out that's what
0: Steroids does to you <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> yeah you know, yeah
1: yeah they were they were, you know, Scott Scotty was always a fucking Meathead. Oh, good lord. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this is good. That's a fun match right there. Good wrestling match.
0: With the 22nd overall seed, you have Billy and Bart Gunn <laughs> taking on the 24th seed, the Basham Brothers. Okay. All right. A
1: couple of kayfabe uh, brothers yeah. here. Yep. Uh, kind of both had short runs. Yeah. You know, but. Relatively uh, speaking, yeah. You know, I I was never much of a fan at the time of of the Basham Brothers, but I think a lot of that was my age and them just being good heels. Because I I hated them. (laughs) (laughs) But if you go back and look at it, there's definitely some really good, solid tag team work there with those two.
0: And finally, the 18th overall seed, the Dudley Boys, (laughs) taking on the second overall seed, Edge and Christian.
1: Rivalry renewed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, this one has happened before. It's kind of ran, you know, random.org had made it happen this sure. way again. This is not going to be a bad match. No, not not by any means. So I'm I'm looking forward to it because you and I, although this is something that has happened before, uh, one we we've never really talked about it per se, and two we've never got the fantasy book this match. No,
1: so I'm gonna be I'm going to be interested to hear you talk about Edge because I know he's <laughs> not your favorite wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be great to be talk to talk about those damn Dudleys again because yeah, I really miss them.
0: I miss them too. You know? Yeah, Edge. Speaking of uh, Edge, yeah, he's su- supposedly trying out soon for the company. That's man.
1: that's that's definitely been rumored. Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes.
0: Apparently, he's in really good health and really good shape. And um, but I'm also not looking forward to him coming back. I I just I wasn't a bi- I wasn't big on Edge to begin with. Uh, at least as a singles
1: his tag run. team stuff yeah, yeah nah, definitely speaks for itself all,
0: yeah all day every day but uh his singles run like to me he should have never held the title uh, a heavyweight title
1: ever uh, none of those title ranges did it for you no
0: nah, he was always like IC champ at best for me sure you know
1: that's fair like if
0: like if he were around today the universal title like much more his speed yeah he, even considering today's landscape so
1: right that's fair But there you go. There's just 32 teams.
0: 32 teams booked for the first round. And obviously in the following weeks to come, you will hear us continue that tournament. Uh, But we're going to give you guys a whole week to sit and peruse (coughs) what we just gave you to digest and come up with your own stuff. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. There's a couple guys that I know right off the top of my head who listen to the show who I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what they have to say. Um, whether it be on social media or in person sure, or, sure, or text sure. or what have you, but either way, I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. So there it is, folks, your official first round of the good brothers tournament, the inaugural edition. <laughs>
1: I love that name. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, that's going to do it for this week. Absolutely. Um, yep. we, uh, we're, we're all talked out, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's never really the case yeah, well. to be honest with you, but, um, <laughs>
1: Just give it another week.
0: Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, please enjoy uh, all the cool shows, including the brand new PCW Ultra Weekly show, The Mutiny. Yes. That's on Fight Network. That's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash F-I-T-E. For those of you who want $15 of free credit to watch any pay-per-view content on there.
1: Including the uh, the upcoming Bound for Glory pay-per-view. Absolutely. Good dude. Coming from Villa Park, Illinois. Odium. Oh, it, it's it's
0: going to be something special. Um, as always, uh, we're available on social media. 20x20 crew. Uh, Facebook.com slash 20x20 crew is our official Facebook page. If you want to come talk to Matt and I, especially about this brand new Good Brothers Fantasy Tournament, please. Facebook.com slash groups slash 20x20talk. Also, we're on Twitter. Hey, tweet us at 20x20crew on Twitter. And again, on Instagram, we're always looking for photos, footage of of events you have been to or or about to be to. Um, Instagram.com slash 20x20crew. And of course, the following contest is back, uh, relaunched with the one and only Second City Saint Part 1 which seem to go over well with you guys. I, I know a lot of you um, chomp at the bit for some CM Punk. Well, we <laughs> gave you some, and uh, we're not done yet, believe it or not. So um, you want to check out all the following contest fantasy bookings that Matt and I do, uh, you uh, 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash YouTube will take you straight to our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, ladies and gentlemen. We can use all the support that you can muster up as fans truly appreciated and I think uh, 20x20 crew I'm sorry 20x20 crew at gmail.com you can email us anytime with fantasy bookings questions comments concerns and the like and as always 20x20 crew.com there it is Joe is our home on the (laughs) web uh, where you can find all of our past episodes merchandise uh, footnotes, questions, comments—the whole nine—it's all there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Eighty-four weeks, we have officially beat Eric Bischoff's run. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and uh, I, I again, I continue. I, every week, I look forward to sitting down and, and, and talking wrestling with you. And uh, this has been great. It's always great.
1: Absolutely, it is uh ladies and gentlemen 84 weeks in the books and and uh, we're not slowing down yet so until then i've been matt he's been joe you guys have been fantastic again and until episode 85 we will see, see you in the ring,
0: ring. good brother
1: this edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited e-books, unlimited movies, and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two-day shipping on many products through Amazon.com, as well as, in certain areas, one-day shipping. So if you're an impatient person like me, you can get one-day shipping. Is that right, Joe?
0: Yeah, don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage, too. I think that's pretty Oh, Um, absolutely. I don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet, at least nothing I could share with the public. But (laughs) it's photos of me and Kenny
1: Omega. Are you jealous? I I don't even want to talk about it. Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say.
0: You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscriptions through us. And by doing so, you'll help us here at the show. You don't have to pay anything extra. You sign up for Amazon Prime through us. You get 30 days to buy out Amazon Prime. You can cancel anytime. We still get the love from Amazon. Go ahead and check us out at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon.